You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening where we join our very own uh, Molana Salim Karim on After Dinner Mints and his segment, The Family Room. And you know what, people? How to, you know, lead an Islamic way of life, how to implement an Islamic ethos at home, how to live that way. It's the best way in life and not being captured or being taken away or the back. You know, if you're a swimmer, Molana has, he's a brilliant swimmer and he'll tell you about when you get caught in the backwash, hey, then you're in trouble. You can't fight the backwash. You just have to float and it'll take you out the other end. And in between, if there's sharks, then woe betides. Bolana Salim Karim, Salaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Always a pleasure to have you on the platforms of Malkus Sahaba, the voice of the Allah Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And something I'll tell you about yourself, Molana. You are unique. No one can emulate our Molana. He's unique. And I know for a fact. He's doing this for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mulana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, Mulana? Wa alaikum wa salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shafazai ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you. Ya Rabbi lakal hamdu kama yambaghi li jalali wajhik wa azimi sultanik. Shafazai, whatever you and I achieve or all of us achieve in life, this is all praises due to Allah and wa ma tawfiqi illa billah. If it's not Allah Ta'ala's kudrat and power and Allah Ta'ala giving us tawfiq, we cannot utter a word or say a word. This is Allah's fadl and grace that Allah chooses his partners, Allah chooses his bandas, inshaAllah, to speak what is haq and give nasiha to the ummah and what is tasawwuf, Shafat Bhai? You know, what is zindagi? It's, you know, we use this word in Urdu, zindagi, life. So some great wali of Allah said, zindagi be bandagi, sharmindagi. See how beautiful, three beautiful words, you rhyme it. Zindagi means life, be bandagi, without the worship of Allah, Sharmindagi will bring disgrace and dishonor to you. So let's not forget our mission and purpose in life. Ke Allah Ta'ala ki ibadat wahdahu la sharikala. Allah Pak make us true muwahideen. That our belief in Allah must be so strong. Ke iyaka na'abudu wa iyaka nasta'een. We worship none but Allah and we seek help from none but Allah. So Allah Pak created you, Wama Khalaqtul Jinna wal Insa illa diyabudun. And number four of the hadith in the dunya khuliqat lakum. Allah Ta'ala created this dunya and whatever is in it for our beneficiation, for our benefits, and for our pleasure. And for ease and comfort. But oh insan, wa innakum khuliqtum lil akhirah. But insan, we have created you for a much more greater mission. And that is your mission for the akhirat, your journey for your akhirat. And what is the outcome, Shafat Bhai, of all this hard work and qurbani that you and I put effort for in this dunya, 
for 70 years, 80 years, 90 years, 100 years, 110 years, Allah gives us this lifespan. What is the end result? What do you and I want to achieve? You know what it is, Shafat? Didari ilahi. On the day of Qiyamat, for so many years I gave my life and sacrifice, and I had this tamanna and wish that I want to see my Rabb. Hazrat Musa salam said, Bari ta'ala, I want to see you in this dunya. Allah said, Musa, you won't be able to see me, but since you're insisting, I'll just give you a glimpse and see if you can withstand it and handle it. Allah Pak said, I will make one tajalli on Mount Sena. And if you're on your feet, Alhamdulillah. Hazrat Musa alayhi salam had a lot of jalali in him. But he said, Allah, no, I want to see you. No problem. Rabbul Alameen, I want to see you. So Allah said, okay, then I will make my tajalli on the Mount Tur and Sena. And when Allah did that, the nur of Allah, that split second, Hazrat Musa collapsed and fell on his back. And that mountain shattered. That's the power of Allah Ta'ala's tajalli and nur. So, everyone's wish and tamanna is that I want to see rahmatul lil alameen sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah Ta'ala shows it to those who are fortunate. Allah shows it to them in their dreams. Inshallah, Allah will give us the opportunity on, on the day of Qiyamah to be in the sahbah and comfort and inshallah the company of Rasulullah. And as I said earlier on, the greatest achievement is when Allah Ta'ala is going to make his didar to us, we will be able to see Allah with our naked eyes. Allah, the nur, the beauty, the calmness, the coolness, Allah, but it cannot be explained. For days and days, even your wives and the hordes of Jannat also, Shafat Bhai, won't be able to recognize you. And every Friday, Allah Ta'ala will sit on the member of Noor and Allah Ta'ala will read quran Kareem for us. And Allah will make tajalli and we will be able to see Bari Ta'ala when we return to our palaces and our homes in Jannat. Even our family won't be able to recognize us because of so much of Noor and Hussan on us. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. So yes, Shafat Bhai, good question. Okay, how do we live our life according to the sunnah? Okay, how do we adapt an Islamic way of life? It is simple. Allah Pak is saying, Kul in kuntum Allah, Let's follow Allah and His Rasul. Live your life the sunnah way. Islam, way of life, is to worship Allah and follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. So the question is, how do I adapt an Islamic way of life? So firstly, we need to thank Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala created us from the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, alladhi ja'alani min ummati Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the greatest gift you cannot repay. That Allah Ta'ala gave you and me the sa'adid, the honor, the prestige, the gift to make us from the ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam.
you cannot thank Allah Ta'ala enough for this. So, if you want to lead and adapt an Islamic way of life, first and foremost, have faith in Allah. Who created you, have your yaqeen and trust in Allah. We verbally say that we place our trust in Allah. But with our actions, we prove otherwise. First and foremost, your yaqeen, your faith in Allah. Allah is raziq, Allah is khaliq, Allah is the provider, Allah is the creator, Allah is the giver of happiness, Allah is the giver of sadness. Allah Ta'ala created life, Allah Ta'ala created death. Have full yaqeen, have full faith in Allah. That's the foundation of leading an Islamic life according to the sunnah of Rasulullah. Number two, spread kindness and love. Why do you call insan, insan? I think Mawana Jalaluddin Rumi Rahmatullahi in his Ma'arif Masnavi was quoting a beautiful incident. You see, hum sab log admi hai. We all beings, admi hai. Lekin insan banni ke li, if you really want to be a true insan who Allah created the best of his creation, Ashraful Makhluk, it's something else. Because we also have beastly instinct in us, animal instinct in us. But Allah gave you and me aql. Allah gave you and me ilm. Allah gave you and me ilm. That's the big difference between animals and insan. So Mulana Jalaluddin Rumi Rahmatullahi is giving a very beautiful example. He said, during his time, he saw a person, a majnoon and majzoop person, in broad daylight, he's walking with a lantern. He's walking in the gully, he's with a lantern, as if he's looking for somebody, and he's looking for something. So some wise men asked him, Pagal ho, are you crazy? In broad daylight, imagine if I've got the lights on in my house, or I've got my headlights on in the vehicle, or I've got my torch, I'm walking in broad daylight. What would people think about me? So a wise man said, what are you doing? Who are you looking for? So he said, I'm looking for insan. I'm looking for that insan who Allah has created the best of his creation. So the person said, we all are insan, yeah? I'm looking for that insan who has the fear of Allah, has got kindness in him, has got goodness in him, has got fairness in him. He is a great mawahid. I'm looking for that person who has the following qualities. So when we have insaniyat in us, so that's why, for my spread kindness and love. So insan ko insan kyu kehte? So insan comes one of the root words of insan is uns. Uns in Arabic means muhabbat, piyar, ishq. So al-jinsu yamilu ila al-jins. The saying in Arabic, birds of a feather flock together. Whenever you see a flock of 
birds, especially pigeons. They fly together, they descend together, they eat together. They've got uns between them, they've got love between them, they've got a connection in between them. So likewise, Allah Pak made insan the best of his makhluk. We have the look, we have love for each other. There's a fatal attraction between insan to insan. Isli insan ko insan kehte hai. Ke ek dusre se mohabbat hoti hai. But look at our health and look at our condition. Every second person has got an enemy. Every second person has got hatred, has got daggers for each other. So the second, if you must be strong in Allah. Number two, spread kindness and love. But Allah Ta'ala make us from those who love each other. Wajabat mahabbati. I think this hadith says, Allah Pak says, my love is compulsory for those two brothers who love each other for the pleasure of Allah. One, who spend on each other for the love of Allah. Who visit each other for the love of Allah. Subhanallah. Rabbul Alameen said, Wajibat muhabbat. My muhabbat and my love is compulsory. I will definitely give love to them. Who are those? Two Muslim brothers who visit each other who spend on each other, who care for each other, who visit each other for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, Baba, you know, one of the best things in life, I know the olden days, see, our parents used to make it their habit. They didn't have cars. See, they didn't have vehicles like what we have today. They would walk. See, they had MKR two. In Tullapak, have given you two legs. You can walk. That is your car, with your two legs. They would walk to the outskirts of the city just to go and greet and make salam to an elderly friend or an elderly family person for the pleasure of Allah. And what do the Farishta say? Allah shall give you Jannah for that. Because this Banda is not going there for any favors. He's not going there for any money. It's just the love for his Muslim brother is taking this time off and making the sacrifice to go and walk to the outskirts of the city just to go and greet and make salam to a Muslim brother. Allah Ta'ala shall grant you Jannatul Firdaus for that. Why can't we just live with muhabbat and feelings and understanding? The third thing, Safatwa. Always keep a positive frame of mind. Always think positive. If you want to foster love, you want to live the way of sunnah, have a positive imprint, a positive outlook. As they say in Urdu, Before you point your fingers at others, there are four fingers pointing back at you. The first, reflect on yourself. Do introspection in yourself. Look at for your mistakes and faults. So, for yourself, worry about your introspection and for others, always think positive. 
that this is my Muslim brother, he's better than me. Maybe he had a reason for making that mistake or a guna. It's left to him between him and Allah. Don't start judging people. So, do Always think positive of your fellow Muslim brother. Fourthly, take guidance from the Quran. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati al-khulafai rasidin. Follow my sunnat and the sunnat of my khulafai rasidin. I'm leaving behind two things. The Sahaba Ikiram said, Ya Rasulullah, once you pass on, where do we seek guidance from? Rasulullah said, Bi kitabillah wa sunnati. Follow the Quran and follow my sunnat. You'll never be misguided. So, take the guidance from the Quran. You see this other fitna that's carrying on in nowadays times, Shafat Bain. Mm. Do you hear people say that, you ask anybody a question, you tell him, my husband said this, my Buzruk said this, my Peer said this. Why don't we hear, I heard my Habib Muhammad Sahabai Kiram, Allahu Akbar, what they used to say? We heard Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Qalu sami'na wa ta'ana. Today, what do we are saying? No, I heard my Hazrat Saab say this. And we think that is wahi. What Allah and his Rasul said is wahi from Allah, direct. No doubt, no questions asked. We as insan, we can make mistakes. Our judgment can be wrong. So, it's nice if we can now, inshallah, every masla or every nasihat, we can say, Alhamdulillah, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this. Rabbul Alameen said this. That's priority number one. Yes, your Shaykh, your Hazrat, inshallah, will come second or third or fourth down the line. First is qala Allah, qala Rasulullah. There's no place for hero worshipping in Islam. This is why we are having so much of problems. We lost focus. May Allah give us tawfi. So take guidance from the Quran and Hadith first. Number five, follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. Don't try to change Islam to suit you. La ta'ata li makhlukin fi masiyat al-khaliq. Don't obey any creation, any makhluk of Allah in the disobedience of Allah. And lastly, share your wealth. Allah gave you wealth, share it. As a farishta that descends every morning, one of them says, Allahumma aati munfiqan khalafa. Oh Allah, the one who spends in your path and is thrifty, Rabbul Alameen, grant him extreme wealth. And the one that's a miser and a stingy person, Allahumma aati. Oh Allah, the one that is stingy, talafa. Allah, destroy him. So, if we could share our resources, why did Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, as Muslims, when we eat, we must eat together. 
with a jama'at. Don't eat alone. There's no barakat. Why did Rasulullah say to you and me, Shafat Bayan, when you cook a pot of food, add some extra gravy. Add some extra gravy and send it to your neighbor's house. Because, mashallah, the aroma from the beautiful curry that you are cooking, subhanallah, we can blend spices very well. You can smell, you know exactly from which house this aroma is coming. And alhamdulillah, Allah Pak has gifted our mothers. Allah gives them desire. They know how to blend. You can give them sabzi, you can give them uh, vegetables to cook, or you can give them meat to cook. They will do an excellent job. They know exactly how to blend the food and how to mix the spices. Subhanallah. But rahmatullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when you prepare a pot of food and the aroma of it goes into your neighbor's yard, add a little bit of gravy and send a portion of it next door to your neighbor. Subhanallah. Our fathers and grandfathers and great-grandmothers used to do this beautiful sunnah of Rasulullah. We don't care for each other. We don't share with each other. We don't even give dawah to each other. Nothing. Logo ko khana kilao. Logo ko salam karo. Or raat ko utkar Allah se maafi mango. Jannat mein bila hisab dakhil ho jau. Three simple things. Logo ko salam karo. Shafat bhai, do you know the feeling? I don't know you from a bar of soap. But I see you in the lifts. I see you in the supermarket or in the parking lot, and I give you my full attention, and I say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. you know how incomplete this is. What is the sunnah of Rasulullah when you meet somebody? You must introduce yourself. You see, Shafat when the rep comes to our businesses, she smartly dressed, she, she'll never smile at you, or she'll never even look at you out of work hours. You don't, you don't exist in her life. But she's got to sell you a product. She's got to take an order from you. She'll give you the broadest smile. She'll be the first one to stretch your hand out. I am so and so. How are you? Good morning, sir. English be ajeeb, zubani, Shafat bhai. I'm having a bad morning from the morning. Good morning. Shafat bhai, you baat Look at this English language. Good morning. I had a bad morning. Things are not working out for me. Ji, but I'll tell you. Good morning, Shafadbah. But you and I don't even know how to even make salam to each other. You know, Hazrat Abu Huraira narrates that whenever I used to make musafaha with my fellow Sahaba, I used to always apply ether on my hand. Shafat Bhai, today when you shake somebody's hand, it's stinking of cigarettes. When Hazrat Abu Huraira is saying that when I used to make musafaha with the Sahaba, I always was in the habit of applying perfume on the hands, on my hands, and then greet my Muslim brother. Can you imagine the imprint that you leave behind, that the person smells with his hand every time, and he's making dua for you. Okay? So, three simple things about Bible. We want to live an Islamic life. As I say, come back to the sunnah of Rasulullah. Logo ko salam karo. 
Give them your full attention. G. One. Number two. Musafa Hakarum. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whenever he shook hands with the Sahaba al-Kiram, he would not pull his hand away until the Sahabi would say, or take his hand away. Rasulullah would keep his hand tightly and close in the hand of that Sahabi. This is what other and respect dictates. Now you will see how we make salam sifat back. You know, it really irks me. You'll find our Muslim brothers, they're touching the fingers now, as if my hand is full of dirt or it's got some infection. This is how we make salam. Gee, we're touching the fingers. Now we are knocking fists to each other. We should be fisted, actually. We're fisting the wrong thing. Because a great sunnah of Rasulullah, we're making mazak of it. Give your full attention. Smile at your Muslim brother. And take it one step further. First, you make salam. Number two, you make musafaha. And thirdly, you make mu'anata. You greet your Muslim brother. Chest to chest. Heart to heart. This is a sunnah to So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Absolutely. Absolutely, Molana, And Allah bless you. You know, inshallah, I know we got a mashallah session coming up uh, for tomorrow's uh, program, a marriage and miscarriage. I really look forward to that. And I know your schedules are busy, Molana. Even in late part at this time, you got many people calling you for the right reasons. Uh, your parting words uh, this evening, Molana. I got a very beautiful joke here. It was getting hot here now. Let's, 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 let's make this calm and down. Husband and wife, they're looking at each other. And the husband has got his nikah certificate in his hand. I don't know when last you saw your nikah certificate, Shafadbai, can you recall? <laughs> Bolo. <laughs> so the wife is asking the husband, what are you doing? So the husband said, nothing. Nothing is a normal response and replies. So the wife says, nothing. What do you mean? You have been reading our nikah certificate for almost an hour. You're perusing to it. You're looking at it from top to bottom. One solid hour. And you're telling me nothing. So the husband said, uh, let me tell you the truth. I was looking for the expiry date on the nikah certificate. <laughs> This is the halat of our nikah sifat one. That those who are in want to get out, and those who are out want to get in. No. Allah Ta'ala has given us this beautiful institute of marriage. We must love each other till the day we die, and for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Jazakallah khaira, Mawlana. Talk to you tomorrow this time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go to the marketplace and inshallah we'll continue after that.